Era in this Aliyah, we have two plagues, the plague of Sparta, the plague of frogs, and the plague of Kenan, the plague of lice. Interestingly, though, in, in as much as Moshe was the one who was instructed to perform the plagues, we find Moshe handing off the performance of these plagues to Aaron, his brother, both for these two plagues, frogs and lice, as well as the plague before, the plague of blood, turning the water into blood. Both all these plagues, the commentators point out, have a certain commonality, and that is there is a hitting of something. What is the, the hitting of the water, the hitting of the Nile River that uh, turns into blood and ultimately brings forth the frogs, as well as the hitting of the ground, the earth, turn, the dust turns into lice. And so Chazal or Sages points out that the reason Moshe is not the one who performs these plagues is out of Hakar Satov, out of gratitude. We know that Moshe was saved by the Nile. Moshe, as an infant, was placed on the Nile, and the water protected him and watched over him until he was ultimately rescued by Batya. And we know that the earth, although this is not explicit, the earth, after Moshe kills the Egyptian slave master, Moshe covers the Egyptian slave master with earth as a way of saving him, and the earth helped him out. And of course, the obvious question is that these are inanimate objects. Why in the world does Moshe feel compelled to have gratitude towards them to the point that he's not willing to hit them here? Uh, years later, to hit the water, to hit the earth, it seems rather strange. And the truth is, we find later examples of this as well. Uh, there's an individual, a great, great scholar by the name of, he is no longer living, his name was Rav Kustman. Uh, he was a, a Rosh Hashiva, he was the uh, head of Yeshiva in, in, in I believe in Bait Vagan. He, he gave a week, a daily class that was attended by far more than Yeshiva people, college professors used to attend, a brilliant, brilliant scholar, and during the Holocaust, he hid in bushes, in shrubs, and therefore every day he would go out in Bait Vagan, in his uh, Rosh Yeshiva regalia with this you know, long coat or whatever it was, and he would water the plants, he would care for the plants outside of his Yeshiva, and he explained it was done out of a car satov, out of gratitude, towards these inanimate objects. What in the world is going on? And the answer is quite simple. The answer is quite simple, and that is that normally we think about gratitude, and I'm thinking of myself, the reason that you know, I tell my children, you know, you have to say thank you. Why do you have to say thank you? Because someone just did something for you, and therefore you have to show them that you care. You know, sometimes they'll say thank you as we're leaving a house or whatever it is that they just stayed over and the person didn't hear them. So I'll tell them, say it again, so that they can hear you because they need to hear you say thank you. And that's true, but it's missing an even deeper component of gratitude. Gratitude is not about repaying your debt towards someone else. My child making sure that the host hears them say thank you. That's one element of it. The deeper element of gratitude is that I need to feel it in my bones. Whether or not, to just go back to my child's example, whether or not the host hears, it's the, the ingraining within myself that if someone does something for me, I have to appreciate it. It's not about the person who hears my thank you. It's about that as well, but on a much deeper level, it's about honing within ourselves recognition that I'm not self-made, how interdependent we are, how dependent we are on so many people. My, my favorite exercise, we have a, a bar bar mitzvah program with uh, teens in our show, and uh, my favorite exercise, we just did this last week, is that we'll serve them pizza, ice cream, whatever it is, and then we'll ask them to break them up into groups. We give them pen and paper in three minutes. Go ahead and list all the people that you have to be grateful for who helped bring this ice cream to this table, you know, or the pizza to the table. So first we'll be like, oh, the delivery guy, like, okay, Go deeper, right? And that's the person making the pizza. Then there's the cheese. And then there's the person who, who brought up the cow and drove the truck and paved the roads, right? There's so many people that we are in, in, in dependent on. We're not going to get a chance to say thank you. But it's about walking through day by day and recognizing how much we have to be grateful for in terms of a sense of gratitude, but also a sense of interdependence, a sense of humility, of recognizing the fact that we can't do things on our own. So yes, we do say thank you to a piece of earth. We say thank you to water, not because they could hear us, not because we believe they're alive, but because we need to ingrain within ourselves the recognition of how 
how dependent we are on others, how dependent we are on the world around us, and in doing so, we we instill within ourselves a sense of humility, a sense of appreciation, and that is why Moshe does not perform these plagues to teach us, because he is someone who clearly had a sensitive soul, who felt that about the world around him, and something that we could strive to do as well. Have a wonderful day. I'll see you all tomorrow.